0: During lockdowns, many of us decided to set up our online businesses, some of them choosing .com web addresses where available, but others choosing the .ie domain to appeal to domestic customers. Many had worried that Irish domain registrations would fall dramatically as we returned to our offices, but it hasn't been the case. According to the latest report from .ie and David Curtin, the chief executive of the domain .ie, is sitting in front of me. Good morning, David. Good morning, Joe. So, you're back.
1: Uh, to pre-pandemic registrations. Would that be fair to say? That's right, yes. After two years of stellar growth, really, in 20 and 2021, we're now back to more normal levels of growth. So we're back similar to 2019,
0: 2018. Now, why would a company choose a dot? .ie domain?
1: What's the, what's the? What are the main attractions? Well, first and foremost about .ie, I mean, we always say that uh, it tells the world you're Irish and it tells Irish people that you're local. Mm. So if you want to be identifiably Irish or unique to Ireland online, you'll choose your .ie domain first and foremost. Now, you might have .com as well, but you might redirect the .com to your .ie. So, And does
0: it make a difference, do you think, to have you done any research into whether customers, whether they're business or consumers, whether if they see a .ie address that says, actually, I might stick with this website or maybe even buy something from it?
1: Yes, well, we've commissioned uh, independent research and it shows that 77% of consumers surveyed said that they would trust a .ie uh, domain name over some of the other alternatives which is a good sign because of the huge increase in cyber attacks that have taken place over the years.
0: Now, of the companies that uh, invest in a .ie domain, how many of them are international, i.e. they're already floating around the world with a .de or a
1: .com? So 91% of the database, is uh, those domains are registered to uh, residents of the island of Ireland. So it's 9% that's international, but every one of those has to show a connection to Ireland and has to demonstrate to us or provide evidence to us of their corporate identity. Now what kind of connection do they need to show, David? So they need to show that they're selling to Irish consumers, that they have a a business located here, that they have an agent located here. So the important thing is that it's that business, social or community uh, connection that's of value to the citizens and businesses of Ireland. Okay,
0: Uh, so a brass plate company um, which might have a registration
1: here wouldn't be acceptable. Is that right? Well it would. I mean it's showing a presence in, in Ireland. So they've so if you to the trouble buy, of setting if you buy up a company Irish, in Ireland. So if you buy an Irish company
0: and uh, but you're based in Gibraltar, or whatever it is, you still could get a IE. You could indeed, yes. Once All you right. have
1: that connection to Ireland and you can show us give us proof of your corporate ID. So there's the transparency. So if anything ever happens on that website mm-hmm. that is some consumer protection issue. Um, we have checked out who's behind that website. Before it's even registered, we've checked out who's behind it so that the consumer is protected and action can be taken.
0: The beneficial owner all the way to the
1: beneficial owner? To the name of the registrant, the name, address and contact details of the registrant and its administrative contact. We hold that in our database. Okay. So if regulators need that or if consumer protection bodies need it, then in compliance with GDPR, we can help to uh, to address the consumer protection issue. Okay. What is the price differential between a com registration and a dot-ie? It's narrowed, I have to say. Uh, the dot-com prices have increased um, significantly over the last five years. Mm-hmm. Our prices have remained constant for a long time now. Um, and the, the important point for the consumer is if they shop around, they can get good deals with the hosting providers and registrars. Uh, so you, offer, you've nothing,
0: you don't sell the, the registrations, you, provi- you provide the .ie's and you do your research, but other
1: companies kind of host the, the .ie. Yes, so we have a registrar channel and those companies then will market usually a bundle of services. So they'll provide the domain name to their customer, they'll provide web, uh, web development uh, service, they'll provide hosting, mm-hmm. email addresses and so on. So they provide the services, they pay us a fee and then they charge a fee to the end consumer for a bundle of services generally.
0: okay. and you have an approved list, which if anyone wanted to see on your website, they could find 100 100 or
1: more um, approved companies. Is that right? Well, that's the issue, yes, because we approve. Registrars. So we go through an accreditation process with them and that's another layer of protection for the Irish consumer and it gives greater confidence and trust, I suppose, that uh, .ie is a, a good place for a small business to run its business from. Now, almost two
0: years ago, the HSE was attacked with a cyber attack. How did that impact your business?
1: I would say the major impact was just the awareness of the importance of cybersecurity um processes and, and, and procedures. Companies became very aware that there were bad actors out there mm-hmm. and that they needed to take basic uh, precautions. So if one thing, it's a horrible thing that happened to the country, obviously, but it's it really raised the, uh, the profile and the importance of taking security precautions. And are companies doing that? They are. We'd like to see more and other industry um, uh, bodies would, would likewise like to see more. Um, But yes, they certainly are. I think the message is gradually getting out there, that uh, there are basic steps you can take. For instance, do not click on, do not open email attachments from somebody that you're not familiar with. That's a really important um, practice that's becoming Mm -hmm. um, really embedded. The other one is... Kind of cyber hygiene, really, isn't it? It's cyber hygiene, yes. And with so many people working from home, I think the message has finally got out to employers that if they send somebody to work from home with a laptop, they must make sure that the laptop is is, uh, is,
0: is And the broadband protected is, is protected. And, yeah. and that
1: family members should not, under any circumstance, use their employees' laptop. Because heaven knows, with one little click, you know... You can expose the, the whole company. You can expose the whole company. So I think that message is getting out there. So those security procedures, you know, are put in place. Yep. And then the password policy, again, that's the third issue. You know, c- companies are saying to their employees to change the passwords regularly. To de- do not have... And yes, two factor authentication. Yes, we've seen it with our banking transactions. Mm-hmm. Now it's becoming part and parcel of normal security practice. And that's that's good to see. But as uh, and, and very briefly, who is your watchdog? I believe you have more than one. Well, we do indeed. The E-Commerce Act um, provides that Comreg is the regulator of the .ie namespace. This is the broadcasting so, regulator as well. Correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in the event of any issues with policy or any aspect of the operation of the registry, then Comreg has powers under the legislation. And then, of course, the National Cybersecurity Centre has a very important role for Mm -hmm. cybersecurity in Ireland. And it too um, is a watchdog in that sense, in that it oversees our cybersecurity processes, procedures and our ISO certification, obviously, is an important element of all of that.
0: And central banks sometimes.
1: Well, slightly different in the sense that we have protocols with the regulatory bodies. So if they find something that's breaches of regulations on on .ie websites, they will come to us. We'll work with the owner of the website, try and remove the breach. If the breach can't be addressed, then the regulators have the power to ask the website to be taken down. And we have done that.
0: Thank you very much, David. This is David Curtin, the chief executive of Domain.ie. And best of luck at your... Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. Campaign.